Welcome to Drone Business Talk, the show where we discuss the business of unmanned aviation. Find out about the latest drone applications and trends as we talk to drone company CEOs, business owners, pilots, and thought leaders to reveal the status of the drone industry. Here is your host, Tom Verbruggen. Hey, welcome everyone and welcome to episode one of the Drone Business Talk. You got to start somewhere, right? So very excited about this, and it's been a while now that I've wanted to start a podcast, um, maybe to introduce myself. Uh, my name is uh, Tom Verbruggen. I'm uh, living in Belgium, and I'm an aviation geek, you could say. Uh, I've been working in aviation since 1995 as an aeronautical engineer, an airline pilot, and an entrepreneur. Five years ago, we started making a drone management platform called iDroneNect. We make life easy for drone pilots and drone companies. And as we get in contact with a lot of uh, drone companies from around the world, I thought it would be a great idea to give those companies a forum where they can show what they do and what they think of doing drone businesses. Maybe discuss a few topics like what are the challenges and trends. So... As I talk to business owners every week, we get into a nice conversation. So to kick it all off, I'm very excited with our first guest, Mr. Ciprian Iorga, the CEO of Skyline Drones. He is based in Timisoara in Romania, and they are mainly active in the precision agriculture, oil and gas, renewables, and inspections. They started four years ago and are now a company with about eight pilots and staff operating fixed-wing and multi-copter drones, as well as all types of sensors. They do this all over the country and has also started operations in the Balkan region. Welcome, Ciprian. Very good to have you on our very first episode of Drone Business Talk. How are you? Hi, Tom. Uh, thanks for inviting me. Uh, I'm glad uh, that uh, I'm the first uh, one who who started this uh, session of uh, podcast that, that uh, you, you developed here. Um, yeah, we, we are good in, in that uh, uh, and uh, end of uh, COVID situation, hopefully. Uh, and we try to, to manage uh, all those things uh, from uh, office, from home, uh, on the ground, uh, and, uh, uh, and to survive, <laughs> let's say like that. Yeah, no, it's, not a, it's not an evident situation, of course. Hey, yeah. uh, thanks, for, thanks for coming on, uh, Ciprian. Um, I told uh, our, the listeners that you are the CEO of Skyline Drones. Can you, can you tell us a little bit more about Skyline Drones, what, what you guys do exactly? Yes, of course. Um, uh, Skyline Drones, it's, um, uh, let's say, is, is the new brand that we wanted to, to develop and to uh, upskill outside of, uh, of Romania. We started uh, um, almost five years ago, four, four years and, and, and something and, and a half. Uh, with uh, Laurizont in precision agriculture, and uh, we started only in Romania. And after a couple of years, we we saw the opportunity of uh, going uh, outside of Romania and developing other business lines. And uh, we developed uh, Skyland drones. So currently, uh, Skyland drones is taking care of uh, uh, precision agriculture, is taking care of uh, industrial aerial inspections with uh, oil and gas industry. Uh, renewables with solar um, wind turbine inspections uh, and uh, hydro inspections uh, with utilities, uh, telecom inspections and power line inspections and, and constructions and industrial uh, uh, sites. So, um, yeah, as you mentioned, uh, we increase uh, a lot our, our team of pilots uh, and support uh, all uh, those years. Um, we are having um, 
all types of uh, UAVs, meaning multi-copters, fixed-wing solutions with vertical takeoff and landing, and all types of, uh, of payloads and sensors, uh, starting from RGB, uh, multispectral, thermal, and uh, starting uh, uh, end, end of this year, we will have uh, uh, ultrasound sensors to measure the thickness uh, of uh, walls of uh, metal structures. Uh, and also, we, we are having uh, GNSS equipments uh, and uh, PPK and RTK solutions for uh, centimeter uh, accuracy. Uh, that's uh, that's a lot of um, various applications. That if you if you see it from precision agriculture all the way to industrial inspections, um, does that mean that you need to uh, really? Pay attention to the, the, the right investments that you do because technology sometimes gets gets passed uh, um, or it gets passed quite quickly. So, uh, what's it on the investment side? Yeah, uh, we all, all, always we are trying to to keep uh, uh, to keep the newest updates, newest equipments uh, into our um, into our business. We, up to now, we invested more than three hundred thousand euro. In, uh, in equipments, and we are still uh, having on our pipeline a future investment that we need to, uh, to do in some sensors, payloads, uh, and uh, uh, drones. Uh, why? Because um, um, on a daily basis, uh, the technology, the digital, uh, uh, all those uh, things that, that are related with uh, innovation um, uh, are uh, um, on, on, on each business line that we are working with. So we need to invest, uh, to invest more uh, and we need, we need to keep the, the, um, the edge. we need to keep, yeah, yeah, to, to, to that, those investments, to those innovations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it important in order, because I, I saw on your, on your website and I saw on, your, on the materials that you provide, you're the number one drone operator in Romania. In order to be number one, you need to stay ahead of the curve. Is that is that why the the, the investment is is um, is necessary to always have the latest state of the art? Yes, that's one thing, one approach to have the, the state of the art in terms of uh, equipments and sensors. Uh, on the other hand, is uh, to keep innovating uh, all the time uh, and to to have uh, uh, results, to to, to have. Uh, uh, good products and services that um, uh, that help our your clients at the end. So uh, the idea is, is to 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 identify the best mix between all those uh, together in order to to satisfy your your client needs. Um, we are having uh, for, um, insurance for all of of our equipments for equipments and for the services that we provide to the third, uh, to the third parties. Um, and uh, we uh, increased our jobs. We, we've flown uh, up to now uh, more than 15,000 uh, hectares. Uh, and we just signed with one of our farmers that has 14,000 hectares, uh, a multi-yearly contract. Uh, so that will increase a lot our business in the, in the next period. Uh, yeah. We are working uh, uh, in order to, to, to remain on the same uh, um, um, uh, level. We, um, we are working with uh, influencers, with multinational companies, with uh, uh, big clients and, and, and companies that 
are um, uh, willing to, to, to test those, uh, those innovations, to test these this kind of services, and to, um, to train the market in using, uh, in using drones and sensors. Yeah. Uh, you, you mentioned you mentioned about technology. You mentioned that that yeah, you've flown uh, quite a lot of uh, missions already in those years. Um, besides technology, um, do you think that the efficiency of your processes, that the the the, the processes that your company follows, the the pilots that are trained and that they do everything according to a certain procedure, how important is that to to get more jobs or to get more jobs done faster? Uh, when you are having uh, multiple jobs and missions uh, and, uh, and uh, types of uh, services that you can provide, it's very important to increase uh, your, your productivity. Uh, and, and, and be sure that uh, you will have uh, at the specific time the right resources and to allocate the right resources uh, on, on that. Because um, uh, one drone can be used in multiple services in multiple business areas. So we need to be sure that we uh, are having on our timeline the, the right resources uh, at the right moment for the, the, the specific job that, uh, that we are working for. So that's, that's very important uh, at, this, uh, at this level, at this stage, to, to, to remain organized or, or to get organized in, in order to increase our efficiency yeah could you tell could you tell us a bit more about the business model that you're following yes uh, of course uh, as i mentioned before we started uh, uh, working with uh, multinational companies with influencer with, uh, with with companies that that can train and educate uh, this uh, this market and based on based on that we um, uh, we we use those companies, those uh, large companies, as a credentials in order to sell more, to diversify our, our uh, services, and uh, and to enter into into, into new markets. Um, our business uh, model is, uh, as I mentioned, is um, to, um, um, to to work only with our pilots currently, and to allocate uh, enough resources and energy. Uh, in order to get uh, uh, very good results that can help us uh, uh, um, in the future to, 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 to grow that business with, uh, with those clients. We, we started with POCs, uh, proof of concept, for a um, couple of uh, um, uh, our clients to show uh, the added value that we can provide. And that after that, we uh, scale it up at, at a larger scale on the commercial side. Or for uh, in agriculture, for example, we are working on on, on trials or in R and D sector to show uh, at a very uh, detailed level the added value of our services, and after that we go to the commercial side at a larger mm -hmm. scale. But uh, uh, definitely, our business model is it's is not. Uh, um, to go at a smaller scale for uh, in order to survey uh, smaller plots uh, or to monitor crops at a very small scale because um, the added value is, is to have this kind of monitoring, uh, uh, surveying, inspection at a larger scale because we can cover with one equipment, for example, 1,000 hectares per day, one equipment, one, one um, uh, team. 
yeah yeah understand understand um what 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 do you say in in the last years that you've been working what what is the achievement that you're most proud of in in starting up your business uh very very early let's say five years ago when drones were emerging and you you took the the decision to start a company to invest a lot of money what in those years is your is your proudest achievement i think the the newest partnership that uh, that we had uh, up to now so these are my biggest achievements the, the new partnership that uh, we have created uh, uh, worldwide uh, in europe in in, in eastern of europe uh, for uh, technologies that we are implementing for for everything i think the partnership that we we, we um we are having currently are our biggest achievements okay uh, and uh, yeah i don't like this one uh, yeah, one yeah. of our uh, uh top of notch partner yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey uh cyprian um lately i was reading uh, the, the the latest forecast for the drone industry um and and i remember that i was going through this in 2015 and drones were then going to be the next big thing and it was going to break through and, and uh, enormous potential was was uh, was forecasted now there was an update this year i think it was june july uh, and now they forecast that still the global market for commercial drone applications is going to double i think it's going to go from 22 billion to 44 billion in the next five years do you think knowing what we have in the last five years do you think that forecast is accurate uh does it is it is it conservative or should it be should it be more uh the trend i think it's in in that in that way uh, the the market will will grow in in the next period and depends on what we are including in in, in that market if we are including robots uh, definitely it the double it's not enough for including uh, robots in in that kind of uh, of market because um, i i can give you one example uh, i i saw that uh, in a um, couple of, of industries that uh, we are working in like uh, precision agriculture or uh, or uh, wind inspections for example uh, robots uh, are behind us let's say like that and in some use cases, in some specific services, robots will be will be uh, replacing drones. But uh, otherwise, drones uh, uh, appear, for example, in in uh, warehouse management systems, where uh, a lot of uh, a fleet of drones uh, uh, can uh, do an inventory uh, at a, um, um, a very precise way and, and, and just in time. Uh, instead of using uh, all the habits, let's say like that. So the market uh, is uh, evolving uh, uh, very quick, very fast, uh, but uh, and definitely it will be at least double in, in the next period. I, yeah. I think that's that's my opinion. Yeah, um, I always think that the the last five years was was a lot was a lot of education, was a lot of uh, public awareness on 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 what drones can do, that they are not only for, for military use or, or that there are a lot of good applications possible. Um, but maybe the next five years we'll see uh, the slow removal of the, of, the, of the pilot still, of the drone operator. What do you think about that? Well, how, how fast do you see this evolution to autonomous drones? You already mentioned the, the warehouse controlled by robots. Uh, how fast do you think that will happen? 
I, I think the, the, the first, the good part is that in the next period, the market will be splitted between using a, a drone in a hobby way, commercial way, and a military way, or commercial or professional way and a military way. So when we are talking about the commercial side of that market, um, autonomous drones, uh, yeah, are, are already uh, on the shelf, let's say like that. But uh, the point is to have the right return on investment when when we will choose to to use autonomous drones. Uh, that's that's one uh, one thing. Uh, the other thing is to put into balance the added value or the limitation that uh, an autonomous drones uh, uh, is is having or or the risk for for having uh, an autonomous drones instead of using a semi-autonomous uh, drones supervised by by a pilot um probably after four or five years autonomous drones will will have a strong presence in, into that uh, into that market but uh, currently i think it's not the uh, the right uh, the right moment to to deploy entirely in in all the industries uh, all those uh, autonomous drones and on the, on, on the other side, uh, we we must discuss about the legislation and to to see when the legislation will be prepared to 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 have those autonomous drones uh, up to the yeah. sky. Yeah, uh, I, I just wanted to come back to to one of the things that you said uh, when when signing the new big contract for for farmland to be to be inspected, um, and I, I touched on that briefly before as well. How much, how much do you still need to educate the potential clients that you have that drones provide an added value? How much, how much effort do you still need to t- put into that? Or are people already convinced that this is, uh, is going to be working out better for them? Every time. I, I think in every sales that we are doing, in every contract that we will sign, it's, it's about education. Because... Um, Every client has different approach, has different needs that we need to solve. So, uh, and we need to educate first, and after that to solve uh, to, to solve uh, his problem. Um, and and I'm trying to 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 look um, uh, behind. Uh, when we started in precision agriculture, we had totally different approach in terms of services that we can provide. And uh, currently this year, we, we we changed our approach based on other needs that we identified in, into that specific market. So currently we provide totally, not totally, but uh, we, we provide different services for precision agriculture that we provide three years ago. So that's why I'm saying that uh, every time, every year, we need to educate uh, the market. Uh, we need to, to, to invest in new technologies. Uh, so it, it, it's a very, very uh, quick learning curve that we need to, to have it and to, um, uh, to put it in, into market. Yeah, of our clients needs. I ag- I agree with you. I think we are still in that phase where um, we need to get through. Uh, the, the the hype is past us a little bit, and now we we need to educate the the public more uh, on what is possible, um, and the, also showing the economic value of that, of course. Now to come back to the to the growth uh, forecast that we saw, that's that's fantastic, of course, to see the potential in the market. 
But what is in what is in your opinion the biggest the biggest challenge that we need to overcome as a business as an industry to make that promise happening happening? Um, yeah, good questions, and and, I, and I'm glad to, uh, that you mentioned it. I think the biggest challenge currently is the legislation, uh, but I'm glad that. Uh, also here in Romania, starting next year, we will uh, uh, we will have uh, the, the the new legislation that that is um, um, that, that has uh, the same uh, guidelines like the in in EU it is right now, uh, because uh, uh, we are having and we had a couple of um, problems uh, in order to to fulfill our industrial clients uh, requirements because our legislation were was was not updated uh, yet in terms of uh, flying in, in industrial environments in terms of flying um, uh, and inspecting assets uh, and so on um, so that this is the, the biggest uh, uh, my, my biggest concern uh, in the future in order to to have the legislation on um, continuously updated uh, a version let's say like that um, that that has in in, in the same um, um, uh, a trend and and speed with the technology that appear because we I, we are mentioning about the um, uh, autonomous drones so uh, if the autonomous drones industry will uh, um, uh, will increase uh, very very quickly uh, also the legislation needs to to add some some features to to add some um, uh, details to to change the legislation accordingly to help that those industries to to be implemented in, in into into the market yeah so so what you're saying is that the in order to to for the growth to happen the legislation has to enable the applications and not to not to restrict uh, the, the the applications that's true that's that's true uh it's not sufficient to 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 invest in technology uh if it is we are not able to to put in place and to prove their added value to to the to, to the client yeah 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 let's see what happens now when 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 the legislation i think uh, on the 31st of december uh, all yes. europe will move to the easa regulation um how how that will affect the, the the business opportunities that will will arise from that uh, potentially okay um maybe uh, maybe to conclude our our talk um is of course we we have to take into account that we are in a very specific situation uh, in a very specific time um with covid-19 um now i've seen both both um reactions to to that uh, pandemic and first of all people they are not flying on the other hand people see opportunities and start flying more how is it for you how has COVID-19 impacted your business or is impacting still uh, yeah we, we I'm glad that we we developed our business in, in multiple uh, um, industries so uh, we had the opportunity to switch from one to each other in order to not to lose uh, um, our speed, uh, our, our speed of development, let's say like that. It is true that uh, for this year we had uh, uh, some different plans uh, and um, in order to, to increase our business uh, and to stabilize our, our position here in, in, uh, in Romania in, uh, 
uh, Eastern of Europe. Uh, but uh, we are not so affected about that uh, COVID situation. We did not have um, uh, flights for for a survey for um, monitoring uh, and and surveying. Uh, I don't know. Um, uh, sites or cities uh, uh, like other companies had uh, in the uh, beginning of this year. Uh, we remain in our mapping and uh, uh, asset inspections and uh, precision agriculture. Um, but we, we are okay. We, we, I, I do not want to, to complain about that situation uh, so much. The only problem is that we had from the only problem is that we, we cannot move um from romania uh, to our um uh, uh, outside to, to outside of romania to, to to fulfill some additional jobs that we had so we've we, we found some um, uh, local partners there to provide um, uh, this kind of services uh, that we we gain but uh, it was not so such a big deal to to handle it uh, this year hopefully next year will manage to to go by ourselves and to do those jobs uh, right there yeah well on this message of of hope for the next year um i i think we can uh, we can end our our conversation uh, i thank you cyprian for your uh, for your time and sharing your uh, your vision and your experiences uh, that's it for our very first episode of drone business talk uh, again i want to thank uh, Cyprian Iorga of uh, Skyline Drones. I uh, hope it's been valuable to you listening or watching. And if you want more information on Skyline Drones, you will, you will find uh, all the information and the links below this episode. I already look forward to the next episode where we'll be diving deeper into using drones for mining. So see you next time and fly safe. Bye-bye. Drone Business Talk is brought to you by iDroneact the drone management platform. iDroneact makes it easy to fly professional drones in safe, legal, and profitable way. iDroneact clears the air so you can focus on your mission and fly more.